Welcome to the Athletic Motion Golf Podcast. As a golfer, now more than ever, you have access to all sorts of swing advice and swing tips, and that can often be confusing and conflicting. This podcast is going to help you cut through all the clutter. You'll understand what really happens in the golf swing based on what we've learned from measuring the very best golfers in the world, but most importantly, how that information can help your swing. And we're going to try to do it all in 15 minutes or less. This episode is brought to you by AMG Plus, the best way to train your swing online. AMG Plus includes our four key training systems, the swing system, the speed system, the short game system, and the soon to be released putting system. You also get access to our private forum where Sean and I, along with our other AMG certified instructors, review your swings and check your progress as you move through the checkpoints. To learn more about it, just visit athleticmotiongolf.com forward slash the letters AMG dash PLUS to get started today. You remember the first time you saw a video of your golf swing? Yeah, I had one of those big, my grandfather had one of those big camcorders <laughs> and I was going out in the backyard. The shoulder bouncing. I was like eight. Yeah. <laughs> I was like eight years old out right. in the backyard with wiffle balls. Yeah, I remember seeing it. I remember it was in a lesson. I think it was with Scott, actually. And, you know, you you, you see, if, if you have a good setup, you're going to get a face on and down the line view. And I remember looking like, I don't remember which one he pulled up first, but I remember like, mm. I don't like that at all. I don't feel like I do that at all. And then you see the other view and you go, okay, that's not too bad. So <laughs> it's like, it's easy to fall in love with one of those two views like i mean some guys don't like either one some guys love both but it's easy to kind of fall in love with either a down the line or a face-on view of your golf swing and then that's the only view you record your swing from because you like that view and you're literally missing out on half of what you're doing by falling in love with that view and we see it all the time in lessons a player will either come in and say you know i'm i'm I can't get my hands forward. And, and all they ever look at is that face on view. They want to get the hands forward at impact. And then when we look at the down, when we look at the down the line view, we see exactly why he can't get his face or his handle forward. And just the opposite. We see guys try to shallow, try to shallow. And we look at the face on view and their upper bodies leaned way out in front of their lower body. It's like, you're never going to shallow it from there. So you have to understand how both of those views kind of dovetail together to create a good golf swing, which will then start to produce better looking videos. I, I say it all the time in lessons or, you know, people send us videos constantly, whether they're in one of our online programs or just one of my buddies or that I've worked with over the years will send me a video normally just down the line because everybody mm -hmm. loves that view. And I'll say, well, you got to send me a face on. They're like, why? Well, I need both because one affects the other. And without, when you only get one, you only get in half the story. And I always will tell them, like, look, if you're looking at me from down the line and I've got the club in what you would call a really good spot at when the shaft is parallel, you know, everybody knows it kind of lined up with the hands and the right. club face is pretty square from down the line. And say, oh, that looks pretty good. Well, I could be, you mentioned a minute ago, I could be in such a really bad spot with my upper body or body positioning at that point that that doesn't even matter because – I've been such a bad spot. I'm going to hit a terrible shot anyway. So the, trying to look at one of those without the other, I, I really don't even want if Someone sends me a swing. like, well, until you send me the other one, it's, this is useless. And, and by the way, on the same note, I'm always preaching camera angles. Hmm. 
because and you and obviously you are too we both have been for years just like let's get the camera angle correct because otherwise i don't even know what i'm looking at all i can tell is what color shirt you have on i think we got that from scott <laughs> i mean we've done um a number of videos now where we've shown a good camera angle right you know, which is you know from down the line it's with the camera is hands so when the lens is hands height at your setup shooting right through the hands at the target okay right behind the hands shooting right through the hands at the target you can keep that same height and when you go to face on view 90 degrees so we've taken those views of a golf swing and shown those then we've shown side by side the same exact golf swing but with a couple different cameras of camera angles that we're used to seeing in lessons and the golf swing looks completely different. Like every time you see a swing that's either on uh, a telecast, you know, you're watching a tournament or you see it on YouTube or whatever, you're entirely, everything you're seeing is entirely dictated by where that camera is placed. You're rarely ever seeing the true golf swing unless you know where that camera was placed, which none of us do when we're watching telecast or seeing uh, YouTube videos. So everything you're seeing is entirely dictated by where that camera's placed and it makes it highly subjective. Now, some folks understand that and will use and will manipulate that camera angle to make the swing look a certain way. And a lot of probably more folks are just not aware of how big of an influence that camera is. Yeah, to the point where you want to make your swing shallow, just move the camera way up in the air from, from down the line. It'll, it'll look way more shallow. We see it all the time. We see guys come in and say, I'm, I'm shallow, I'm this, I'm that. And then the first swings we look at, hey, bud, you steep coming down. Well, I don't, I don't usually film. Uh, I, when I film at home, I'm shallow. And I say, where do you film your camera from? Well, it's mounted up there near my shoulders. And I, yeah, everybody looks shallow from up there. Absolutely right. So, I mean, the, I think the, the, the big thing here that we need to start talking about is, and we were talking about this before the call, is like everybody looks at the down the line, but what are some of the things we need to see from from face on? Because I think the down the line is the most used, right? Because that's yeah. the way everyone yeah. thinks about the swing. So well, take us through some of the things we see in gears. And then now that obviously we've seen so many gear swings, we, our eyes train pretty good. So, you know, even on video, what are the, some, some of the things we need to have these players look for from the face on view? It's funny you said that because I was the other day I was looking for a was doing one of our elite lessons and I was looking for a face on pro swing to show the golfer like so he can relate to it. And I can't tell you how long I had to search to find a face on from a good angle of a pro swing. You find a million down the lines for every one face on. Uh, yeah, so a good thing to look for right off the bat is when you're at setup. And you got a good face-on camera angle, 90 degrees to the golfer. If you pull lines straight down each thigh, okay, so kind of start at the hip and kind of pull it down to the knee, you should see some angle to those lines, right? We don't want to see those, those lines vertical. It means your feet are too narrow. And then if you have good angle to your lines, then pull a line straight down the outside edge of your left shoulder or your lead shoulder if you're a right-handed golfer. Um, you want to see that line fall somewhere on or just inside of your feet. We see a lot of golfers who have the, the lower body on, but they'll be leaning towards the target so that, that lead shoulder is actually somewhere outside their stance line. And then we, we get a lot of steepness from that when that's the case. So just from right off the bat, you will fix a lot of golf swings 
just by putting those three lines on a screen and making sure you fall in that range because you'll now be starting to swing from a neutral position. You make a good point, you know, and when we look at swings, especially in gears, the first thing we're going to look at is the setup, right? What mm-hmm. What are some of the things that golf is doing in the setup, especially from face on, obviously down line too, but face on that are going to cause problems? And A, number one is probably high right hip, right, at address, mm-hmm. spine leaning left, probably kind of open at that point just from the way they're twisted. And, I, I you know, I spent quite a lot of time with um, Gary Gilchrist years ago. And he was always looking at golfers from his, his stand. He was always behind them. That's a like, great way to back. watch the golf swing. Yeah. And then, and you know, for, at first I'm like, why, why is he always back there? But he's he's looking at the body movements without the arms in the way. And it was a brilliant way to look at the swing. And I can see him now standing back there with his arm crossed, you know, l- looking at swings and, and always moving people's right hip lower at address yeah. and tilting their body back because it's like it's probably. Right off the bat, the number one thing that causes a lot of bad golf swings is the face-on orientation of the body, and, and hardly anybody even knows to look at it. Yeah, I mean, that that's such a good point you made with Gary, and you're, you're essentially getting the same view, and you but you can see the spine better because, you know, you're, you're bent over and you can see it better through the shirt, and then you don't have that camouflage of the arm is kind of blocking it. You can really see where the hips are tilted and which way that spine is leaning. That's... Yeah, if you've got time and you're actually taking the time to film your golf swing, grab a couple from that rear view because you will see some things that you are very difficult to see from the face-on view. Yeah, and then, you know, to, to take it from there, so let's say we've got a line down each leg. Maybe mm-hmm. we just like one pixel between the leg and the line mm-hmm. so you can see the movement if there's any happening. Well, So as they go to the – let's just go to the top of the swing. Okay. Where, where do we like to see kind of the upper body – Obviously, we had a, let's say we had a line against the the right ear at address, and we could see the relative movement right to left of the head. Where would we want to see the body from face on, top of the swing, let's say? Okay, so we'll start from the lower body. So, again, we're starting with those lines outside of each leg. You're going to see with the best players in the world, you're going to see some amount of shift to the right very early in the golf swing. So you'll see maybe your right thigh or right hip kind of bump up against that line you drew, or in some cases, just poke through it. Now, you don't want to see your pocket shoot way out past it or half your leg shoot out past it. That's too much. But you will see some movement to the right as the pelvis starts turning in the backswing. And, you know, to kind of continue on all the way to the top with the lower body, you see that movement to the right. Again, we're talking right-handed golfers early. And then by the time you get to the top, you want to see your pelvis, your hips, back in the middle of those two lines you started at. Now, obviously, the hips are going to be turned, so it's going to be a different orientation, but you want basically now at the top equal spacing between those two lines just like you had at address. So that's a good way to look at how the pelvis moves. Now, with the upper body, you're going to see a similar movement, but now we start to look, like you said, you drew a line outside the ear. Now you're going to start to take a look at how much the head is tilting by way of you turning your upper body. And we'll see a lot of golfers who just fear the head moving at all. And it really screws up their pivot. You can allow your head to move. And we've seen some of the best players in the world move it up to half a head. So if you have a line outside of your your trail ear at setup, it can move half a head to the right. Now, if it starts moving more than that, it can create trouble. And you also don't want it moving forward. We have a lot of golfers that will actually create a gap between that line because their head's moving forward in the backswing. And again, that's a big steepener. Yeah, you make a good point with the upper body, and obviously the 
the head's connected to the torso. So <laughs> allowing your head to move a little bit frees up the kind of movement of the torso so it can have a little bit of flow to it. Like it can go to the right just a little bit, yep. like we see in the lower body. And as it finishes the backswing, it finishes the turn, it might kind of float back to kind of where it started. But both upper and lower body centers of the upper and lower body, about where they were at address, but your turn now, like right. 45 with the hips, 90 with the shoulders. And if anything, you could cheat your lower body a little bit because the kiss of death is when you start down and your hips are to the right of where they started, right? If they're over, yes. if your hips are, are are away from the target farther than where you started, a lot of times that, that's a problem. So if anything, get them back to where they started or cheat them over a little bit more before you transition down. And that'll help, especially a lot of you that are steep. It it comes, if you've been trying to fix a steep swing for years and, and you can't do it, look at the face on and make sure that your hips aren't farther away from the target than your upper body mm. and make sure your upper body is not leaning kind of reverse spine angle because that's an instant kind of over the top positioning if you can flip flop it a little bit get turned get your upper body uh, uh your your hips a little forward of your upper body at the top that's a more inside motion so we're just trying to get you to understand like the positioning of the face on does 100 percent dictate where the the club will go or helps dictate where it will go in the downswing I mean, let's spend a minute on that because you painted a really good picture there with something that we see all the time. And this directly relates to what you're seeing when you film from down the line. A lot of you guys will see a steep club from the down the line angle. And what, what you just described, Sean, is, and this goes all the way back to the setup where that upper body will start to be tilting towards the target a little bit and you'll see that sh left shoulder for a right-handed golfer get outside their front foot. That's all in an effort to turn the shoulder steep in the backswing. When you turn the shoulder steep in the backswing, a lot of time that's going to pull the head forward. It's going to pull the upper body out in front of the lower body at the start of the downswing. Like, yeah, you may get the shoulder steep, but you're also going to get everything else steep too when you do that. And then you're going to have to really now try to manipulate the arms to try to offset that. That all starts, one, at setup, but two, getting that upper body tilting out in front of the lower body. Uh, we see a lot of golfers and a lot of instructors, for that matter, online talk about pressure in the golf swing, standing on a driving range mat. Like, you cannot see pressure in a golf swing by looking at video or eyeballing what somebody's doing unless that golfer is standing on force plates or pressure mat. When you hear golf instructors talking about, we're moving this player's pressure here and there, and they're not measuring it, they're blindly guessing at what's happening. So discount what's being said. You can move pressure a number of different ways. Moving pressure by just throwing your mass forward in the backswing will definitely move pressure, but it's not an ideal way to move pressure, and you'll pay the price the later. Every move we make has a price, and, you know, those prices vary. And if you do all those movements that Sean just described, you're going to pay a heavy price for developing a steep downswing unless you really try to offset that with some arm movements late. Very good. All right, last part here before we finish. Let's, we'll, we'll take it from the top. S center, we'll, we'll reference it, center of the hips, center of the upper body. Mm -hmm. What does that do from the top to impact? Take us through that. Where yeah. would you like to see those? We actually tell a lot of golfers, if you can get back to that recentered spot at the top, you can feel like you're done moving forward because the arms are going to unwind and start to, you know, the body's going to turn and all that's going to have momentum to it. And that's going to move you forward. So for a lot of golfers, just getting back to 50-50 is all they have to feel. 
What actually happens when you measure him doing that is that the center of the pelvis is going to move forward. That means the left hip is going to stop moving forward somewhere early in the downswing, and then the right side for your trail side is going to catch up to the left side. That's the center of the pelvis moving forward. I think a lot of golfers will confuse moving forward in the downswing with just continuing to push that left hip forward. That's not it. The left hip has to have an end point so the right side can catch up and you can get the arms and club through the shot. The upper body is going to move with it initially to about left arm parallel is what we typically see. And then as the club really starts to pick up speed, the upper body is going to start to tilt back a little bit, and you'll start to see those two separate. And you'll see the upper body usually an inch or two behind the lower body at impact. You never want to see the upper body ahead of the lower body or even the same. You're always going to see them, the upper body behind the lower body, with a driver typically a little bit more than that because the ball's teed up and it's much farther up in the stands. Yeah, great point. And, you know, as those as you're coming down and those knees are changing, Mike said that upper body starts to kick back, mm-hmm. the hips are still going to stay forward. Yes. When you straighten your lead leg and the right leg bending tilts the body more, upper body goes back a little bit. But, you know, you don't, like Mike said, you don't want to get those too far apart. The driver, it's a little more. But when we see people... You might have the concept of, I need to stay behind the ball. A lot of those people and golfers tend to tilt back Mm -hmm. too much, and that causes um, a whole bunch of problems on its own. But paying attention to the center of the chest and the center of the pelvis can help a ton figure out what's going on with your swing from the the down-the-line view. So, you like, again, circle right back around. We have to have both. Mm -hmm. Just showing impact from down the line doesn't really do anything. Obviously, everybody looks at impact from face on usually, but it's, it's this chicken and the egg you have to you can't have one without the other so if you're just trying to fix your down the line you're you're missing the boat because you probably have things from face on that are causing the down the line to not look the way you want it to look i think that's the premise of this podcast yeah and you know we actually see a trend where golfers now are trying to pull their left hip back in the downswing you know don't do that either we don't see good players move anything backwards in the downswing everything moves forwards uh, especially initially in the downswing. Um, and, and even the upper body, even though it's going to be farther behind the, the lower body at impact, it's still forward of where it started. I mean, things move forward in the golf swing. You, you just come to grips with that. Good golf swings, everything moves forward in the downswing because you're, you're trying to deliver a pretty heavy blow on, a, on an object and hit it a long way. So it's, it's going to be beneficial to you. I think people, it's the last thing we'll say here, I think just over the last probably few years, the term like like any lateral motion on the downswing people think it's like a four-letter word all of a sudden and uh, <laughs> if you haven't measured anything you might think that but when you start looking at what great players do they're all sliding forward it's and it doesn't mean when you slide you can't rotate that's just not true uh and in fact we've never seen rotation without slides so you can't rotate effectively in the golf swing without lateral motion it's just we're, we're all we're it, off two legs terrible. yeah you play terrible I could spin around on my back foot, but I'm going to play terrible because no golfer in history has been on their the hips are farther back than where they started. Uh, or but the you'll, same. But you'll be more open. And more open is the key <laughs> exactly. to everything. What's that doing for you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that Instagram tour. <laughs> All right. That's that. Anything else? No, I think we covered that one pretty well. Use both camera angles, set them up properly, and know where to draw the lines, and you're really going to have an idea of what you're actually doing this way. Beautiful. If you guys are, or gals are enjoying these, 
go on to iTunes, leave us a five-star and a written review. We're trying to reach as many golfers as possible, and you can help us do that. 